Previously on Super Cereal Podcast. So Grandpa Cereals is, is this genre of cereals that uh, we've tossed Grape Nuts, Fiber One, and All Bran into. It sounds like a Linda Richmond bit, but Grape Nuts contains neither grapes nor nuts. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> what if that was the whole game that was the whole game with them? <laughs> it's like look, if people are pooping all day, they won't have time to be bad. Here we go. No. <laughs> oh, God. It's a double-edged sword, because one edge of the sword is that it's terrible, it, it absorbs all the moisture in your mouth, and um, it's labor to eat. But then the mm. other side is that once you put pop like one handful of grape nuts into your mouth, you're so unappetized by food in general that you <laughs> you lose your you, you're not hungry anymore. It's actually a triple-edged sword because it's actually like eating the edge of a sword. sword. Yes, it's like eating the edge of a sword. It's actually a quadruple-edged sword. Well, now it's a stick. <laughs> Okay, all right, here we go. Uh, hang on, man. What? You, you know, hang on, man, you know. Hang on, man, like that's, like that's your catchphrase, you know. Hang, hang on, man. Hang on, man? Wait, is this Paul? I don't even Paul? know what that means. Is this, are, am I talking to Paul or am I talking to Jason right now? Oh, man, I'm not upset, I'm just hurt. <sighs> Man, okay, let me, uh, I'm, I was supposed to be connecting with Jason here for our secret serial podcast that we do together, so. I knew it! <laughs> I just, hold on, let me just uh, make sure that, and now he's unavailable. Oh, I missed it again. hot yoga, that's where he, he's at. Uh, he's always doing that hot yoga, and I forgot about the hot yoga. Uh, I'm so, alright, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I was, I was this close to getting Jason Manzukas on the show and you know I missed my window because I called the wrong I called the wrong person. I'm so sorry, Paul. I mean, that is the worst cover up I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Clearly did not realize that you were calling the wrong person. Oh, you're no. trying to cover up. You're talking about cereal with somebody else. I I I'm just I'm just I'm hurt. It was <laughs> you know, it's just that he's got so many of those hot cereal takes that I love so much. <laughs> I'm a little nauseous now, and it's only going to get worse. <laughs> well, this is Nick. And this is Paul. Could have been Jason. And this is cereal. Should have been Jason. Cereal! All right, so we're wrapping up the rest of our grandpa cereals. Yeah, we got a couple left. Uh, I had no idea that we were going to talk about grape nuts so much, but we mm -hmm. did talk about grape nuts very much last time. And um, today we're going to talk about All Brand and Fiber One. Mm. Oh my God, these are the worst looking cereals I think I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> they are... They're so bad. <laughs> they are. They look so bad. They look the least appetizing of any cereal. Like I don't know if you really get to the nuts and bolts of it. Like you know how you look at a human's face and sometimes you look at their nose and you're like, you know, noses are weird things. Like mm -hmm. you can look at a cereal like a flake is like a weird thing that we eat. Like it's not yeah. like a naturally occurring. Flakes aren't naturally occurring objects. It's not like an apple or a banana. Like flakes are not like a real thing, but when you look at when you look at Allbrand or you look at like OG Fiber One, not 
not so that uh, when it tries to get into that Raisin Bran territory, but when it's like the OG Fiber One, it is so unappetizing. It's at, a, at like a base reptilian level. It is unappetizing. It definitely looks like animal feed. Yeah, it looks like something that is in a trough in a barnyard. Mm-hmm. Or to talk back a little bit to our previous episode, it looks like the stuff that you would buy for 25 cents at a petting zoo. <laughs> and all the goats come over. <laughs> and eat out of your hand and then you have like goat hand for the rest of the day and then you have go hand this is the kind of stuff that only animals that are known and famous for eating garbage would find appetizing so let's talk a little bit about, so here's the thing nick has all brand he's been eating it all week i don't uh-huh. know how he's still alive yeah it's it's um, been it's been a struggle I have uh, original Fiber One. I have never had it before. I'm going to try it out today. But let's talk a little bit about Allbrand. Yeah, let's go through it. Uh, Allbrand's developed by Kellogg's in 1916. It has 40% of your daily fiber. 40%. That, that, it's important that you guys know it's 40% of your daily fiber. So if you eat, like, my, my first mistake when yeah. I tried Allbrand for the first time this week is that I, I pulled a, a full bowl of cereal, like a, with, like a, with a Lucky Charms, with a Raisin Bran. With anything. I pulled a full thing of that. Oh, boy. It's like instant, man. It's like wow. I, I, I had to actually look up how All Brand works because I thought it was just like some kind of chemical receptor that just tells your guts to just, to just ring out. It's like, all right, guys, we're out of here. <laughs> Wrap it up. Uh, it's always been marketed as a digestive aid. <laughs> it's all it's good for. It's all, because it's not for the taste. I don't know what I was expecting when I ate this cereal that looks like, I don't, if you've never seen what all brand looks like, it looks like small brambles. It looks mm-hmm. like, it looks like things that are collected on your clothes after you go on a hike. It's, it's, but it's like a full bowl of it and it tastes the same too. It's got the same, like it's, it's crispy when you eat like individual ones, but when you pour any kind of milk on top of it, it tastes like you're eating like a, like plant fiber. It, it's like you, you're just pulling up grass from the, from the ground and trying to munch on it. Mm-hmm. It is, it's not good, man. It's, I, I don't know how herbivores do it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how a brontosaurus is able to get around. What, how do giraffes live? I don't get it. Well, they don't have the requirements of society to hold it. <laughs> it's true. They just, they just dump whatever they, they, they want. They just go like a police horse. Just whatever. <laughs> I'm in uh, the city. I don't care. Don't, I don't even get me started on police horses. Like there's no... Like this is a whole rant of my own about police horses. I live in downtown Los Angeles. There is never a need for a horse to be around here. Like we don't have buggies or anything like that, which, you know, I am uh, all for not having a buggy around, but we also don't, why have a, why have policemen on horses, policemen on bicycle? Yeah, sure. I get that. Policemen on motorcycle. Okay, sure. Yeah. Policeman in a car. Definitely. That happens everywhere. Why do we need a policeman on a horse? It doesn't make any sense. Is it for the height? But I would rather see a policeman on stilts than I'd rather see a, like a horse dump right in front of my house every day, every Friday. Yeah, maybe like on those uh, those like hipster bikes with the big front wheel. Yeah, the the penny farthings. Sure, yeah, I'm into yeah. that. So because then he's got the height. Yeah, but then how does he jump down from that? Ooh, boy. I mean, that's a, that's always been a question of mine. Anytime I've ever seen anybody on any of those bikes, like how how do they get down? How do you get down, man? I think you pull up to a fire escape and you just sort of <laughs> le- leap the handrail and you ride that ladder to the ground. Here's the, and vice here's versa. The, you 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 have it's like you have a service, and the, the valet rolls the bike up like a like a like a float in the parade. 
They just sort of like on a cord, like when they bring in blimps and then they just sort of pull it up and, and you go to the roof and you jump on it and you go uh-huh. to work. And then yeah. you have a, a, it's like when you go up north and you see all these houses with a door on the second floor with no balcony. It's it's old timey because they're getting on their their vintage bicycle. Oh, true, true, mm-hmm. true, 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 true. Here's a here's what I was thinking is that it's kind of like how uh, a plane gets refueled in the air, you know, like a jet comes by and like <laughs> yeah. and puts it in. So like there's like a, a vehicle, like you have to call it. It's like a it's, a it's a number that you call. So it's like I'm on my penny farthing, and so like another like vehicle comes up, and it's like it's like speed when they're trying to get all the passengers off the bus onto the uh, onto the trailer. You just you just like jump off of the, the the bike, and like the bike like rides off into a ditch. And you're like, it's another successful rescue mission. All right. So all brand is, is marketed as a safe and easy, quick acting health product. It is quick acting. So, uh, Paul, I learned a little something about fiber this week. Okay. When I ate the all brand and it instantly worked, I thought it was like, I don't know. I thought that, it, like I said, it was, uh, it was interacting with some kind of chemical receptors in my brain, just telling me that it was time to go. Uh, but it turns out. The dietary fiber, Nick Science Corner here, uh, and maybe you all knew this, and I'm an idiot. It's fine. I'll, I'll just you all can pretend that you all knew this too. Uh, dietary fiber works because it is insoluble fiber, which means that it does not get digested. So basically, what you're eating is something that doesn't get digested, and basically makes your doo doo thicker and meatier, <laughs> thicker and meatier beefier superhero like so that it could pass more easily because it's more it's easier to pass something that is uh meatier like that than it is to pass like a sloppy spineless no shape doo-doo oh my god you are so bad at this (laughs) what do you mean the word you're looking for is formed formed yeah i guess formed. formed I formed. Like, but I like meaty, beefy. Uh, I don't. I don't want to. Studly. I don't want to use food <laughs> adjectives with my poo. That is just a no-no. <laughs> this is like a muscle beach version of doo doo that is you're passing mm-hmm. versus just like a, a weak will. Like that's you don't want your doo doo. You want something that's like you know what I mean. Just like. What is wrong with you, man? <laughs> but anyway, so you're eating the cereal, this mm-hmm. tasteless, no good cereal. You're you're eating the cereal, and if you're if you're eating it to help your digestion, which is, I mean, cool, it's fine. But you might as well just be eating like sawdust too. Like it's like the same same properties. You could be eating like cornstarch. Yeah, it's basically like it. It really is just formed Metamucil. I'm looking at this fiber one here, so. Um, Fiber One is relatively new. It's a General Mills cereal from 1984. Mm. This box I have is 55% of your daily fiber in a half cup. Yeah. I feel like that in a half cup. Jesus. Half a cup. This one's got 14 grams of fiber. 13 of those insoluble. Oh, my God. I mean, this is just making a beeline for your bottom. Yeah. Yeah. no sugar. <laughs> Zero grams of sugar. Yeah. 
See, this is like less of an enjoyable cereal and just more medicine. It's just like it's just medicine in the cereal aisle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I just feel like that if you get too much of this this fiber, it's mm-hmm. going to get to a point where it just becomes counterproductive, right? That's just oh, like yeah. it's too big. It's too big to come out, and that's when they they got like it's like pulling cork from you when uh, when you got to when you go to the doctor. <laughs> There's a great little note on this, and it is on the top panel in pretty small font compared to everything else. And it uh-huh. reads, "Yeah, gradually increase fiber over time to help minimize potential gastrointestinal discomfort. <laughs> that should be really big that should on be the bold. front of the box. That should be like the, the labels that they put on the front of cigarette packs. It's just like smoking <laughs> yes. kills. Like- <laughs> It's like, start slow. That's all it needs to say. (laughs) Start slow. You're not ready for this. All right, so I'm going to tear this guy open here. Yeah, get into the Fiber One. So I've never had Fiber One before, like I said, but not the OG flavor. I've had the other flavor. Nick. Yeah. I can't believe what I'm seeing. What's that? I've opened this up. Uh Uh-huh. Two small individual bags inside the box. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Why are it they- exists? Why are they wasting it on Fiber One? What's it? What are they doing? What's inside each cereal? Is it, uh, is it the same has, each bag? One has twigs and the other has twigs. What? Probably because you eat so little, it would go stale. Uh, oh my god, that's so smart. Oh fiber One. General Mills, they already know. See, they're taunting us. I didn't even when we did the split cereal episode. I didn't even think about that. About having a, like. Splitting up the, the cereal bags because one would go stale really fast. Man. It exists. I got to get a picture of this action. Woo! Woo! Wow. That's amazing. Okay, well, I'm going to open up only one sleeve. Yeah, just open up one sleeve. That way you can take the other sleeve with you to work so that everybody else can do it. Oh, so exciting. Yeah. Right, I'm going to give it a smell. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> bad news. It's bad news. Is Fiber One as dense feeling or heavy feeling as like a grape nuts or all brand was it sure is yeah what how why how is it so heavy because there's no air in the box (laughs) straight cereal okay yeah i'm gonna try one dry real quick yeah oh my god it looks awful it looks like poop yeah it's bad news oh it's kind of good Really? Yeah, remember we talked about Quaker Crunchy Corn Bran? Yeah. It's got that kind of flavor. Huh. Okay. You know, that's why I think Crunchy Corn Bran is so much more appealing, because at least it's got a better visual appeal. This looks terrible. Like, it just (laughs) visually looks awful. Okay, here we go. Here we go. What what, what kind of milk are you pouring on? Uh, 2% Mayfield, baby. Okay, right on, right on. It instantly got soft, like, right away. Super soft immediately, right? Mm -hmm. All Bran did the same thing. It's kind of good. Come on now. I mean, I'll let you know in 20 minutes. <laughs> we have to take a bathroom break. Mm-hmm. Well, talk to me about it. What, what, kind of, what kind of mouth sensations are you feeling? Mm-hmm. What kind of mouth feels do you have? It's really, really dense. Yeah. It's like, oh, it just expands in your mouth as you chew it. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's a lot of chewing. Maybe my spoon is too big. I got to eat these with like an, a, a demi-toss spoon. <laughs> it's actually not terrible. But not something that you could eat in large quantities. Mm-mm. I mean, well, no, not, definite, not, not definitely just, not. <laughs> not. Not just because of the, the science of it, but also just like the taste of it. Like it's not something that you want like a lot of. 
Mm-hmm. This should be mixed in with stuff. Like a like a crunchies on top of like a salad or something like that? No. <laughs> like sesame sticks, yeah. <laughs> no, this could go good in a yogurt or an ice cream to like sneak fiber in. Oh my God. Could you imagine putting <laughs> this on top of like an Activia yogurt? <laughs> you'd, you'd go to the moon. You solve the energy crisis. <laughs> <laughs> All of our cars are now powered by uh, internal combustion engines powered by methane from mm-hmm. people that are just constantly eating Activia yogurt topped with all brand. Hi, I'm Jamie Lee Curtis for Tesla. <laughs> Here's what's amazing about this cereal. The half cup serving is 60 calories. I mean, in like, yeah, it's 60 calories. But like you're gonna exert all that energy just on the just in the in the bathroom, man. I know it's super low cal. Yeah, it's got. Uh, whew, it's starting to work. I'm getting a little warm. Yeah, right. Mm. Well, I think I probably ate about a one cup serving. Oh, that's bold. Mm. That was pretty tasty. Huh. I could put some like you could put some fruit in it. Yeah, I, I think, think it fruit- needs to stay crunchier longer. Yeah, that's a, that's a problem. Like the, I, I did like it more when I put blackberries in there with it, um, but I did not care for uh, how soft it was because it did mm. feel like I was eating like it, <laughs> like it's one thing to eat the crunchy things and like know that fiber's in there, but like when it gets soft like that, you feel like you're you are actually eating fiber. Like that, that's all. It's just like unadulterated, uncut fiber. Mm-hmm. You got like a celery, like as you chew through celery kind of thing, like and, yum, yum. and not even like a crisp celery, like a mm-hmm. like a soft been in the refrigerator for like two weeks, but mm-hmm. you don't know what else to do with it, so you're just kind of trying to snack on it. That kind of celery, that kind of rubbery celery. Oh. So I was, how did your all brand hold up? Is it about the same? Not very good crunchiness. Yeah, it was almost exactly the same. The, the dry pieces were crunchy. Pour milk on top. It went suddenly soft. And I learned very quickly that I could only eat like, you know, I don't know if you do some like sometimes I'll pour cereal and I'll count Mississippi to, to make sure that I get the right amount in. I, I could do like uh, one pour of like one and a half Mississippi before that. I was like, that's all I'm going to be able to eat. And that's that's going to be breakfast. You're like a freestyle bartender. <laughs> I am. I'm like a mixologist over here. <laughs> Uh, so I, I wanted to touch on the fact that uh, Fiber One has really, they've branched out the brand a lot. It's now sort of like Special K where they've got all these different Fiber One products like bars and different cereal flavors and flakes. And they've got desserts too. Have you seen that? Desserts? Like Fiber One brownies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if there wasn't a better marketing strategy than than brownies full of fiber. Yeah, it is a 90-calorie chocolate fudge brownie with 20% of your daily fiber. Brownies for your brown stuff. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But these are a little more processed, obviously, than the original Fiber One. But, yeah, they've got, like, Fiber One bars and Fiber One desserts. Which, I don't know if you've had any, like, the Fiber One bars. They're not bad. They uh, Yeah, I've had them. They're good. Yeah, they're not bad at all. Isn't there... I think there's one that's, like, 60% of your daily fiber. That's one of those dangers of, like, the labels. Like, you think that you're you're getting more fiber and you're like, that's good. And it's not good. It's not necessarily good for you to get all that fiber. Yeah. No, I was wrong. It's 35%. Oh, but still, whew, that's a lot of fiber it's in one granola bar. 
Especially since, like, you know, granola bars are like a, I, I eat granola bars by the twofer. Like, that's that's still, that's a lot of fiber. It's a lot of gut twisting in there. Especially if you're on the hike, if you're on the go. Oh, yeah. Worst portable snack ever. No, yeah. That's that's a that's an at-home snack. That's a, that's a snack that you have uh, in the comfort of your own home. Maybe in Just a for- hammock out in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> Just for comparison, Quaker Chewy original chocolate chip has 1.5 grams of fiber, 6% of your daily fiber. Yeah, that's that seems like a good amount. That seems so like good is, enough. This is like six, the fiber of six granola bars. <laughs> it's too many. It's too much. It's too many and it's too much. Yeah, are there any other kind of food applications or any kind of cereal applications that we can think of for this? We, we came up with a lot for grape nuts, but like, are there anything, any things that we can think of for Fiber One and for All Brand? I think it'd be interesting to make, in, in lieu of toothpicks or popsicle sticks, some kind of edible log cabin. <laughs> oh, you could use it in a, in a gingerbread house for like a log cabin effect on the outside. <laughs> it's for when you make your grandmother a gingerbread house. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no, it's what you it's it's what you do the outhouse in. It's my gingerbread outhouse. <laughs> they have fruit in mind in the box here on the box. They have raspberries and blueberries, which that's what you want, right? More yeah. fiber. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's like you have to add some flavor somehow. There's a lot of these like Rice Krispies you can make better by putting sugar on top of. I know that you don't eat them like that, but you know the rest of the world does. Yep. Um, you know, you put sugar on top of Rice Krispies to make it better. You put sugar on top of so many of these cornflakes to make them taste better. But like, I feel like that if you put sugar on top of all bran, that you make it worse somehow. Like it does. It, like it's not one. One, it doesn't catch any of that. You're, you're just sweetening the milk. You're not. You're not actually sweetening the cereal at all, uh, right? Because it's, it's got it, it, it's got no no flat surfaces. It's all round. Yeah. It's just it, it, somehow that makes it more abhorrent to me to, to to make that cereal sweet. One other bummer about Fiber One is they do add sucralose. Sucralose. Yeah, that's oh. an artificial sweetener. Yeah. It's at the very end, right before natural flavor, but still, that's where that art, that's where that sweetness is coming from, and it's very artificial tasting. Or what do you think comprises of Fiber One's natural flavor? Oh my gosh, there was some. There were. There's like white specks in it. Really? Really looks like little turds. It really <laughs> does. Like it's like medium brown with light brown specks, perfectly formed. Like little pieces of corn in there. It's like bug poop. Yeah, little pieces of corn. Little kernels in it. Yeah. We had corn on the cob the other day, so obviously it's going to come out a little bit. Oh, boy. Or uh, corn. Uh, what would it, uh, no, Nick would have had like an artisanal corn salsa. A, a maize salsa. <laughs> Tricolor maize pico with... Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of a hip bean or flavoring but well, i think sal- all the salsa stuff is just is mainstream now cilantro i guess no, with a no, fresh... always, let, let, let me help you out with the, okay. with the salsa that I actually had over the oh, weekend no. was oh. uh, a habanero mango corn salsa i'm not big on the mango and the salsa you don't like that it's fine no. it's fine to me as long as it's not overwhelming like a, just a hint of the of that mango i'm into it mm-hmm. to cool the burn just to cool the burn and I'm a baby about burns, so I need that. I need that burn cool, my friend. 
Let's see what else you could do. You could top some, uh, you could, you could mix this in with yogurt, I guess. It would absorb all the yogurt though. Yeah. Uh, you could you could easily put this on a um, oil spill in your driveway. <laughs> you can give it to your kids when they are making like winter trees. That's how they can make their winter trees because it looks it looks like dead plants. What are winter trees? Like if they're making like a picture of like a winter scene. And, oh, uh, like and you're gluing like stuff onto the page. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, totally. This is yeah trees without leaves. <laughs> right, yeah. Did you ever make a um, uh, diorama? I never had to. I was always jealous that I never oh, got to make one. Oh, that's a shame. I did a diorama as part of my book report for The Indian in the Cupboard. Oh, what did you, what did little, you do? What, what, what was the scene that you set up? Uh, I believe the... Okay, there was an old Keds shoebox. Uh-huh. White with the blue logo. Sure, sure. Inside the shoebox, it was inside the cupboard. Oh. And I had a little plastic uh, cowboy and a little plastic Indian guy. Uh-huh. And it was designed like a little cupboard. And you po- and I poked a hole. It was like, so you held it the long way and there was a hole and you looked through it and it was dimensional. So like, it, it didn't look good if you looked from the top. It was like you would peek through. Mm-hmm. Even as a young Wide-eyed boy, I was fascinated with miniatures. It was a hole that you could peek through, so it was like a, it's a, a voyeuristic experience into this this Indian in the cover. <laughs> Why does it have to be so risque with you all the time? <laughs> the term voyeur doesn't necessarily mean that it is. Oh, it's got connotation. <laughs> So perfect for crafting. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like you could do something awesome, like a Vine video where you like have a hot uh, bathtub full of water and oh, and you just dump all these in the bathtub and it like turns into mud. <laughs> R.I.P. Vine, see you on the other side. The, the Vine will come back. You want, mark my words. Yeah. yeah, it'll come back, but it'll be like, it'll be like how MySpace kind of came back, but it was a totally different platform. <laughs> That's what Vine, Vine's going to come back and it's going to be like, uh, Only pedophiles? Uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's way worse than what I thought, which was going to be a uh, visual grocery shopping service. Like a grocery shopping ballet. <laughs> That's actually a pretty... So it's basically you fit, you have guys or ladies mm-hmm. who, were, who are like valets for groceries, uh-huh. and they FaceTime you. Uh, so you could do it live. So you could have like a live video between you and the person in, in the grocery store. Or they can send you different videos of products as they're shopping. And then you could sort of see what's coming. Kind of like an Amazon Prime Pantry meets Peapod, I guess. Mm. With a touch of, you know, video, Snapchat, <laughs> whatever the kids are doing. So I think you could definitely sludge up uh, a lake with this. Maybe if if someone's drowning uh-huh. and they can't get to them, you dump boxes and boxes of fiber one into the lake to thicken the water so that they can climb their way out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- th- that opens up another avenue. This is how we uh, okay. make islands in the middle of the ocean. We just pour a bunch of fiber <laughs> one and all ran into the ocean. And it's just like how China and the and United Arab Emirates are making their little sand islands uh, out, of the, out of sand. We'll just do the same thing with uh, with uh, cereal, and uh, we'll finally have 
Paul, you and I will finally have our own island. And then all of those islands just have an outhouse. And then as you, if you dig it deep enough, you just continue to fortify the island. <laughs> <laughs> because it doesn't digest. <laughs> That's right. It just sits there. And, and oh, I think this is, uh, you know what? I think I'm going to go off the grid. <laughs> this might be my last <laughs> this, show. This might be it. This might be the last show. What what will you take to your uh, to your island, to your uh, Fiber One all-brand island? What are the three things that you take with you? So there's a place called Fire Island. This would be Fiber Island. This would be Fiber Island, right. Fiber, what, what would you what take, you to, take to What me? would you take with you? To Fiber Island. Uh, I would take a book that I don't mind reading over and over and over sure. again. So maybe doing a lot of reading if you catch my drift. Yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I could probably, I could literally live off the land so I wouldn't have to worry about food. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And a pair of boots. Pair of boots? Pair of boots and, uh, you know, the cheese monkeys, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe, uh, maybe, uh. Maybe The Martian. That's got some good rereadability because sure. I didn't really understand what was going on the first time I read it. But yeah, you, you read it and then you can also get some uh, some tips about how to, to farm and civilize the land that way. With your own poop? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that book has so many levels. It does. Fiber Island. And I want it to be F-I-B-R-E because, you know. Uh, to be like Fiber One it, for sure. It's in the British Isles, you know, so <laughs> the British Virgin Islands. <laughs> it's just off the coast of the British Virgin Islands. Right. That's right. Fibro one. What do you have for, what are you going to do with your all brand? Well, um, I was going to tell you what I think that I'm going to oh, do yeah. I'm to Fibro Island with me. Okay. One, all the toilet paper. <laughs> um, two, I think I would take a fully stocked. No, I'd take, I'd probably take a divine comedy with me to read. That's a big book. And then three, uh, a wish for more wishes. That's God. That's really yeah. Good. It's good, right? Actually, it's really I good. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. It's really smart. A wish for more wishes. Yeah. But yours is not Fiber Island. Yours is like uh, the Albrand Isles. <laughs> the Albrand Isles. Yeah, it's not Fiber Island. It is. Hmm. Is there a pun in there? Is there the. Uh, there's no, there's no island that sounds like the like an Albran. I mean, it, it, it kind of sounds like Falkland, but that's just Isles. So just yeah, it's the Albran Isles. And we're a, we're a constant um, war with each other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, like Hatfields and McCoys. Yeah. Just don't know why. It's because you keep pronouncing it wrong. Because we call our Isles the Albran Isles uh, in order to because that just rolls off the tongue. You keep calling it the Albran Isles, and that just makes right. us furious. The Albran Isles. No. Over there with them Albrand Isles. It's the Albrand Isles, and you know it. I'm Michael Albrin. <laughs> yeah, we and we also just change all of our names to, to Albrin. I'm yeah. That's old old Nick Albrin up there in the hills. And Paul Febre, <laughs> Mister Fancy Febre. Would we eventually try to create a civilization on our islands? Would we try to? Uh, sustain some kind of financial sector? Would we try to institute a government? Would we try to build buildings onto, onto these islands? I like the whole point of us moving to our respective uh, brand I, uh, islands is that we don't have to worry about government or structure or financial. I mean, I think it's just going to be me. So you're going to run a dictatorship then? Well, you're, it's not really a dictatorship. It sounds uh, like that you're, it sounds pretty authoritarian what you're what you're talking about here, Paul. 
But there's I don't rule over anybody. What about what about animals that come over and try to, to, to snack on some of your 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 fiber one? Yeah, have at it. Oh, so it's more of a more of a commune situation. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I would say it's more of like a uh, more of like a uh, Soviet Union type thing where everybody has equal, uh, except for the people at the top are secretly in charge. Yeah, so dictatorship sounds about. Paul, right. are you a fascist or a communist? Just get it, get it straight here, Paul. I can't keep up. <laughs> I can't keep up with what I want. Uh, yeah, I would feel bad about the animals that come by and try to eat my cereal off my island. Like that's uh, they don't know what they're getting into. They don't know. They they just think that they're eating like a twig or they're trying to build a nest or something like that. Oh, that's another use for it. Build, help birds build nests. Oh my gosh, it does. I, I, yeah, you could if every spring when you clean out the birdhouses, you can pop some of these bad boys in there to sort of give them a foundation. <laughs> yeah. So you pop these bad boys into your into your birdhouses so that they can. Uh, they, so, yeah, so they can build their nest, give them a foundation, whatever. And then, but then every like two or three months, you're gonna have to clean out the the drowned bird that is drowned in his own feces. So. <laughs> hmm. Are there any animals you wouldn't let stay on Fiber Island or on the Auburn Isles? What animal would not be allowed? Possums, but that's mostly because I don't like possums. Um. No, I, I, I'm, all, I'm welcome to all comers. I, whatever birds want to fly by, whatever animals. I mean, I don't want anything dangerous on there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think that a great white shark is going to beat itself on, on my shores or anything. So, um, mm. I think that would be the main problem with our isles is that there's not going to be a lot of predators. Right. But if you get two alligators, you can use them as jet skis. I mean, as as water skis. <laughs> water skis. <laughs> For when we, because we we're eating so much of, the, of our island. Uh, exactly. That we can propel ourselves yeah. across the water. We don't need. We don't need a boat. It's going to be like those um, water-powered jetpacks, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I see you, Dick. I know what you're doing. That's how we like you. You get like a your bearings of what's going on around you. You just uh, take your poo rocket. <laughs> sky right in the sky. With... Oh, it's Auburn. Wow. <laughs> Wow, this has taken a turn. <laughs> the whole thing, well, dear listener, I apologize. You know, last episode I really did warn you about the scatological humor, but man, this it's really taken a turn in this one. Well, this one, I mean, there's no hiding. I mean, the, the manufacturer isn't even hiding what this cereal's yeah, for. Yeah, you know? right. It's, you know, it's not, like Grape Nuts is like, you know, get your energy or whatever. It's like a hiking thing or, you know, it's a health food kind of thing. This one's just like, this is strictly for doo-doo. Do, if yeah. you don't, if your duties are already right, if your duties right right now, don't worry about it. Just go on by, eat some of those lucky charms that are down there. We're there when you need us, but we're that's all we're here for. But there's got to be people who eat this every day. Well, th- those are the old people that need it every day, right? Gotcha. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because it, it, we'll get to a certain point where, like, if we don't have it, we get we'll just not we'll just not go, and then we we poison ourselves with our own doo doo. 
That sounds awful. Well, I think we have to wrap this up because I may have to. <laughs> if you need to take a bathroom break, that's fine. We can, you can go right ahead. <laughs> I just kind of feel it working. Are there any other grandpa cereals that uh, are, these are definitely like the top three, but like, are there yeah. any other grandpa cereals that we can think of that uh, are honorable mentions? I mean, I know we've talked about it briefly, but I think Uncle Sam is very sure. grandpa. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, it's grandpa in uh, content. It's grandpa in uh, in presentation. It's grandpa in marketing. It, like all of it mm-hmm. is is all very grandpa. Uh, it looks like an uncooked side dish, <laughs> or it's like a soup mix. Yeah, you know, you like have to add water and stuff to it, but it's like no. It looks like an MRE, is what you're saying. <laughs> it looks yes, like a World War yes. a World War II era MRE. So there's also like the uh, the brand flakes. Yeah, true, true. Like a total brand flake. Yeah, so like all brand makes flakes, which is basically all brand in flake form, mm-hmm. uh, but less fiber because you know the flake doesn't have the density. Uh, original shredded wheat, I think. I feel like is another good grandpa cereal. Yeah, kind of daddish. Yeah. Do you remember Kellogg's Complete Wheat Brand Flakes? That sounds vaguely familiar. I'm looking at that one too. It's uh, it looks like it's competing with uh, Total, but it was complete wheat brand. Whew. That looks like some heavy duty. Oh man! I guess there's a an all brand raisin, all brand with raisins type deal. Mm. How about this for a grandpa cereal? This one I love. Yeah, Cracklin' Oat Brand. Oh, that is a good honorable mention, Cracklin' Oat Brand. How do we forget about you? That is like tastes like uh, it tastes like oatmeal cookies, kind of. Right. It's got like a real good cookie flavor, considering what you're considering eating. what you're eating, and it's one of the few cereals that has uh, unusual punctuation. Yeah, Cracklin and Cat. Yeah, like not Cracklin. Not very many cereals bring with it the apostrophe game. I mean, Kellogg's has got obviously the logo in it, but like the as far as cereal titles go, mm-hmm. like. You know, you, yeah, you you, uh, you usually don't have an apostrophe in there. Crackling Oat Brand, it's in there. What about Raisin Nut Brand? Eh, I don't know. I mean, brand in general evokes kind of like a grandpa cereal feel, but... But that's a good cereal. Yeah, I mean, but it's more like a... I mean, that's that you're getting into your fruit and nut cereals then. Like, yeah. it's, it's it's less about the, the brand and more about the fruit and nut cereals. Like crackle, like you, you know, I feel like the grandpa cereal has a definite look to it, and Cracklin' mm-hmm. Oat Brand rides that line because it's got that square shape, but it looks like All Brand. It looks like it's just All Brand in a different shape. I'm surprised how big a brand All Brand is in Europe, in the world. Is it? Yeah, I'm looking at a lot of these different products, and they've got All Brand muesli. They've got All Brand in different languages, different uh, alphabets. It looks like it's a pretty well well marketed product. It's a cereal that works. Like it's uh, it does its job. If you, <laughs> um, everybody poops. It turns out at the end of the day, if you can't poop, you're gonna try what you what works. All brand works, man. Like it 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 does the job. Enjoy the go with all brand and Charmin. Now that is a cross promotion that needs to happen. I don't know how's that. How has that not happened? Charmin, all brand. Let me look that up. Cottonelle and Fiber One. I looked up Charmin All Brand, and the first listing was a disgusting new All Brand ad from which is from 2007. Hold on, let me uh, let me send this to you real quick, <laughs> so you can also.
this commercial is amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> you you got to work that in. Somehow. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I look up Charmin All Brand. The first listing in Google is a disgusting new All Brand ad. And it's an ad from 2007 with a construction worker just talking about how Albrand made his day, you know? It's just like he was having trouble with the go. And a few weeks ago, I was having problems staying regular. He needed some help, and uh, Albrand did the job for him, but there's all these visual puns <laughs> of dump trucks dumping out barrels and stuff. And pe- I mean, it looked like turds. <laughs> people like popping out like eye beams from from uh, like that are stuck inside of uh, of uh, nooks of this building. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. Wow. Oh man. Anyway, all right. You ready to cut and roll out of here? I am. I I I need to go lie down. <laughs> you're feeling you're feeling a little a little clammy, a little sweaty right now, a little overclumped. Yeah, a little cr- a little crampy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the Super Serial Podcast. Uh, again, I'm sorry. Uh, you can also hear more episodes with fewer scatological jokes on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on uh, Overcast FM, and on Google Play Music. Um, yeah, I promise that not every episode, if this is your first episode listening, I promise they're not all doo-doo jokes all the time. Sometimes there's pee-pee jokes, too. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at Super Serial Podcast. I uh, I think I'm going to have to pick up Facebook again because we're getting traction. Oh, yeah? But I just hate it so much. Yeah, Facebook is like, it, it's, a, it's a raw deal, man. It's a chore. Yeah. Uh, you can also visit our Patreon page and pick up some stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can have breakfast with Nick and I if the price is right. Yeah. Uh, but then there's also stickers and there's also opportunities to suggest episode topics and there's all kinds of great little perks in there and uh, we're also open to suggestions. So, hey guys, this is Future Nick stepping in here to let you know that because of some uh, unforeseen life events, this is going to be the last episode of the season. We still have the deleted scenes episode that we're going to put together for next week and uh, maybe we'll have a like a little mini episode here or there, but we'll be off for the next few weeks while we get season three ready for you. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be super cool, guys. It's gonna be awesome. And uh, let me take this opportunity to shout out to my dude Mike Collins, who is our first Patreon subscriber. Uh, your sticker's on the way, my man. And uh, yeah, thanks a lot. And uh, with support like that, we'll uh, we'll see you guys in a few weeks. And back to the show. And I promise, for the rest of the episode, there are no more poop jokes. For the last 10 seconds, there are no more poop jokes. Thank you for listening to our um, our Grandpa Serials thing. Um, yeah, two-parter. Unintentional two-parter unintentional for the kids. Unintentional two-parter. This is our... Paul, this is our 41st episode that we've made of the Super Serial Podcast. Hot diggity dog. Thank you guys for listening. I think that's the third time I said it, so that's uh, I don't need to say it anymore for the rest of the podcast. This is Nick. This is Paul. And this has been Serial. Serial!